Welcome to the Prophecy Club. I received this in an email. This is confirmation that Ken Peters did see the blazing sun with a hand on it as the mark of the beast. And by the way, I've also got another confirmation on that. So we now have three people that say the mark of the beast looks like a blazing sun with a hand on it. She also says that the whole tribulation thing started with some kind of a global EMP where all the electronics went off. So that's another confirmation on that. You're going to find this very interesting. I cannot find this lady, so if you can help me to reach her, to talk to her, please let me know. Her site on YouTube is Gelzell, spelling G-E-L-Z-E-L-L. She says... I was at an old neighborhood I used to live in. It was at my friend's house. She and her whole family were there. Everyone's phones started ringing at the same time. We picked up our phones, and military cars, buses, and transportation vehicles showed up out of nowhere. They started shooting, picking up, and tasing people to come with them. All constitutional rights were gone. Everyone was receiving a phone call because the schools were calling, telling us to pick up our kids from school. When we got to school, soldiers and police were waiting for the parents. All the parents were crying and screaming, What happened? What's going on? Where's our kids? It felt like a trap. Our kids were leaving in a bus. All the parents screamed, Where are you taking all of our kids? They told us to follow the kids. Everybody was panicked and worrying. I knew immediately what was happening. People were all confused. I told them it's not a good idea to go with these people. I told them, if you go with these soldiers, you're not coming back. And should they come back, it's not going to be good. Suddenly, I started preaching to these people. I was telling them not to go. I was telling them that they were being taken to a concentration camp. They're going to be re-educated. That's what they're going to be doing. I just kept saying, don't do it. I had a big following of people listening to me. I was explaining to them that we're in the end of time right now. It has begun and that they're taking you to these concentration camps to be beheaded. There's only two ways out of there. You'll either get your head cut off, dying for God, or you'll receive the mark of the beast. I knew that about 80% of them were Christians serving God the proper way. A lot of them were just lukewarm, living unholy. But the ones that were righteous and living holy, they were the ones that knew better. They didn't go to the concentration camp. By the Spirit, they knew not to go. Everybody followed the bus with the kids to the concentration camps escorted by the military people. I told them not to go, but they wouldn't listen to me, and they went anyway. I felt bad for these people that went. Those that resisted were hiding for their lives, scared to death. The people I was preaching to, those who were following me, listened to my preaching. They were hiding. This woman came out of nowhere telling everybody to go to the concentration camp, that it's going to be okay. I knew she was a false prophet. I knew it. She told the people, go to the concentration camp. This woman didn't know what she was talking about. This is not the real God she's telling you about. Go get the mark, because the mark will get you food, housing, and shelter. You'll go back to your original life. You'll get to take your kids home. She was telling everybody, and a lot of people started following her. I kept telling them, don't go with this woman. She's a deceiver. She's lying to you. They replied, saying, she sounds better than you're telling us. You're telling us to die for God, and she's telling us that our God is already here. He's going to clothe us, feed us, and give us everything we want. We'll get our kids back. I told them, 
Who do you think took your kids in the first place? They took your kids. They're forcing you to do this. I'm telling you, if you go with her, if you go against what I'm telling you and take the mark of the beast, you're going to die and go straight to hell. I was blunt with these people. I was not sugarcoating anything. I just told it like it was because there was no time to be sensitive. I told them the truth. I told them that if you go to the concentration camp, you're not coming out. If they should come out, they would have the mark. And then you're marked for death, marked for eternal damnation in hell. They will go straight to hell. They said, what are we going to do? They have our children. Then this guy came up saying I was all wrong, talking against what I was saying, and that I was all wrong, that they shouldn't believe me. And as soon as they went with the false prophet, this earthquake happened. All of a sudden, the earth cracked open, I mean in half, and it swallowed these people. They literally went down in the earth's crust and all died. I had these people listening to me. Then two people came up to me, and somehow I recognized them. They came and took these followers somewhere safe. It was three people altogether. I recognized two of them. Every time I got somebody saved and delivered, these three people came and took them off somewhere safe. The problem was, it was hard to get these people to come to Jesus and not break down. People started crying and were horrifically traumatized by what was happening. They were lost, and a lot of them kept saying, What's going on? What is happening? I said, Didn't you learn this in church? They replied saying, Church, well, our pastors never taught us about this day. We were never told this day would come. I replied saying, You mean to tell me that all this time you've been going to church, you never heard about the end times? No. They were just preaching about prosperity and money and finances, you know, happy things. I replied and I said, They should have warned you about the day of the Lord, the rapture, the tribulation. They were just so lost and so confused, and it was all new to them. Now, let me make a note. She never saw anybody go up in the air in any kind of a rapture. Everybody was going to these concentration camps. I was explaining to some, saying, don't get captured. If you get captured, you have to die for God. If you don't get your head cut off and you take the mark of the beast, then you're going to hell. They did not turn me away when I was explaining all of this. I couldn't believe it. They were actually listening to me. Every time I got a large number of people listening, a few would fall away. We were helping them and trying to get them to a safe place because most of the arrests heading to the concentration camps were taking place in the big, big city. When we got them out of the city, those three people I recognized would always come and get them. I didn't have a phone. I didn't have any communications. I think we got hit by some kind of EMP because all the lights were off. There was no electricity, no running water, nothing. I don't know how they knew we had more to be rescued, but somehow they always knew and they were there. And they took these people away from me and took them to a safe place somewhere. All these people were strong believers that gave their life to God. Those who were willing to die for God, for Christ's name, those were always the ones that the three people came after and took to safety. Those willing to truly give their life to God and really follow and worship God the way we're supposed to worship God, they came and picked them up. But it was never the same place. They met with me. It was always somewhere different, and they were always three of them. And for the first time, they came and got them. My kids were there, and they took them away to safety. I was very confident that they would take care of them. They wouldn't let any harm come unto them, and also for anyone else that was coming with them. 
I understand as much as we warn people about what's going to happen, they were still completely lost. They were completely confused, and I had no idea what was happening. No idea at all. I went back to the city to find more people. These people were so lost. Now, you'll not believe who gave the order to start the persecuting. It was called the extinct of the Christians. That's what they were calling it, the extinct of the Christians. They were hunting us down, killing every last one of us. Guess who gave the order to start it? Barack Obama. He signed the orders to come against all the Christians. If you are a Christian, if you believe in Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you are getting persecuted. I'm sorry. I'm not on here to offend anybody. I'm just telling you what I saw in the dream. All the people were running. The Muslims were the first group to go and get the mark of the beast. They believed he was their God. They believed that he was their Mahdi. The Pope was there too. He was going around telling everybody Jesus is not the Messiah. The second group was the Catholics. They believed everything the Pope told them. They ran to get the mark of the beast. I saw another group. They were the Jewish people. 70% of them took the mark of the beast. They believed he was their Messiah because they were waiting on their Messiah. The Jews that didn't run to get the mark of the beast got captured and were beheaded for Christ. Those were the one who were converted and believed in Jesus as the Lord and Savior. They believed that Jesus was the real Messiah. They did not receive the mark of the beast. The mark of the beast was not an RFID chip. I didn't see it. I believe the RFID chip was to monitor people, more like the beginning of the mark of the beast. It was part of how they were able to track them. I think that some got the RFID chip and the mark of the beast together because they need to be able to track them down. To be able to put something in their hands, something electronic, that will have all their bank information, their blood type, and their health care, and things like that. Everything about them is in the RFID chip, but the real mark of the beast was like a sun. It looked like a sun blazing with a hand across it. I saw it because I saw a person with it on their hand. They were looking for my mark. I told them I'm not accepting the mark. I asked if they know they're going to hell. They told me, what are you talking about? You just took the mark of the beast. You're going to hell for that. There's no redeeming yourself from what you just did. They said, we're worshiping the real God, the proper God. I replied and said, no, that is not the real God. That is the beast you're worshiping, the beast. And you are deceived by all the lies and deception his false prophet is telling you. It was sad. And a lot of people were running to get the mark. They were volunteering for it because they liked their daily lives. They didn't want to struggle. They didn't want to live without electricity or electronics. They didn't want to live without a home. All of the people that were following me that I was getting to safety were living in the streets, living everywhere. Somehow, we were not eating garbage or anything like that because somehow I was able to produce food for them. We had food. We had blankets. All of the people were covered with blankets. It was a cool season, fall or winter. I was like trying to save as many people as I could. A strange thing started happening. A lot of people started missing their children. These military police, these people at school, they were not like regular cops. They were trained military people. And there were so many of them, like uh, like for every 10 of us, there was 12 of them. I didn't think we had that many people in the military in America. This must be a worldwide event. They were very well coordinated, very well trained for what they were doing to us. They would shoot people if they did not follow orders. They would kill your family right in front of you. 
I saw so many horrible things. I'm not here to scare you. I'm just letting you know what is about to happen. It's hard to believe that this could ever happen, especially in America, but it happened. Not only in America, but it was happening all over the world. It was a one world order system, and everyone was worshiping one God. It was not the real God they were worshiping. It was the Antichrist, the beast. I remember we never stayed or slept at the same place because a lot of people would leave the group. They just couldn't take anymore. They could not live like this anymore. They could not bear the pain or the suffering. A lot of them would break down and just leave the group. They went to the concentration camps voluntarily and got the mark of the beast. When they received the mark of the beast, then they would turn around and ride us out, and they would come and find us. They would look for us, and they would hunt us down. We were like the number one enemy, number one. Everybody was looking for us. There was nowhere to hide. They found us everywhere. I lost a couple of groups. I did not get them to safety to those three people. There were others like them, the chosen ones, and there were like 144 of them. Somehow they knew where I was. They always knew when I had a good number of people that needed to go to safety. And as long as you have God and you're not captured by the evil people, the Lord will provide. There will be people to take care of you, to watch over you, to keep you safe. Don't worry about anything because God will feed you, clothe you, and take care of you. He will provide for you. I know it's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. The things you're going to see is going to break you. A lot of people broke. Pray for strength. The 144, they're going to be the ones that are out there that are going to help and provide and aid and assist. The people that listened to my preaching knew the only way out was through death, which is dying for our Lord and Savior. We need to learn how to accept Christ as Lord and Savior and receive his sacrifice. Because if we do not receive his sacrifice now, we're going to end up being the ones to sacrifice for his name's sake. It's better that you do it now and accept it and truly devote and give your life to him and turn away from everything and repent. I didn't understand why I was so calm, but I was so at peace with all this. I had no fear. I didn't fear anything. I was strong for them. I was happy to help these people. I didn't want them to fail. If we got captured, they took you to the concentration camps to re-educate you, and they will make you fail and get the mark of the beast. That was what I was so afraid for. I was afraid for them. I didn't want them to go down that path. I wanted them to be strong, but they could not. They were crying all the time. They were always complaining. They were hurting. These people were going through much. It was unbearable what they had to go through. For a minute there, I started to question even myself. Why am I here? Why was I left behind? Did the rapture happen? One day we were all asleep and the sentinel, that's what we call them, the sentinel, found us. They caught us because one of those people in our group pledged themselves to Satan and took the mark of the beast and told them where we were. Because we didn't move yet, they caught the group and they caught me. Somehow I managed to escape and slip away from them. I didn't know how I did it because I was there in their presence, but somehow they couldn't see me. They chained everybody up, but they couldn't see me. But people saw me. One of the guards, I'm not sure why, but... He was able to see me, and I was able to see his heart. I was able to see that he was actually sad for the people. And I noticed that I was able to talk to him, and I spoke to him about God. And he hadn't actually got his own mark of the beast yet. He was about to get it. 
He was on his way to get it as he dropped off these people. I explained everything to him. Somehow, I was able to turn him away from them to our way. All those people that were captured. He was able to help me get them out of there and save them. And then they found me. They knew who I was. I was the number one person they were looking for to kill. I went and hid under this container, and I had a clear, glossy, special-looking white blanket that I covered myself with. Then they shot a rocket at me, like a bomb or a nuke. When the rocket hit me, I looked behind me, but I was still alive. I was on fire, so I put out the fire. (laughs) They couldn't believe I was still alive. They shot another rocket at me. There was another explosion, and it hit me too. But nothing happened to me. The more they shot at me, the stronger I became. I finally realized, well, they've shot four missiles at me altogether, all at once. No harm came to me. Not one scratch was left on me. Finally, I realized, I can't die. These people can't kill or touch me. I left and I went through this little tube, this little tiny hole, and I escaped. And the guard that I was able to turn to God did not take the mark of the beast. And he had all these people with him. Then I got a call telling me that they got my youngest daughter. And I went to go get my daughter. Somehow those chosen ones that comes in three, they got her, took her to safety. And that was the end. That is when I woke up. I didn't feel like this was going to happen that fast. I think she means soon. You didn't even see it coming. I believe all this will start with an EMP all over the world. The EMP will set it off. The Bible says, In the mouth of two or three witnesses, let a thing be established. In May of 2000, the Prophecy Club had Ken Peters speak about a dream they'd had some 20 years before. In that, he said he saw the mark of the beast. He said it was about the size of a U.S. nickel. It was located in the web between the thumb and the first finger and looked like a yellow Mexico sun with another hand in the middle of the sun. He said he saw no chip associated with it, just a tattoo. That's the same thing this lady says also. She said it started with some kind of like an EMP pulse where all the electronics went off all the way around their whole earth. Kim Peters said in his dream that it all started with a very, very, very loud noise. He said it sounded like a car horn from the 1970s. It was extremely loud, very ear-piercing, and it lasted for a long time. The ground was breaking open. Literally, the dirt was breaking open silently, and people were coming out of the graves. He said it was as if each one of the coffins had an explosive device in it, and it literally exploded open. He said he literally saw dirt flying. He said, I saw dead people resurrected from the graves. And he said at this point, all the electronics were shut down all around the globe for about two weeks. After about two weeks, the television radio began to come back on. However, everything was different. The broadcast being bombarded everywhere was all the same broadcast, all saying that there's a new government and new leadership. A man would be emerging to lead us soon. So could you believe that the car horn that Ken Peters heard was actually the same thing as Revelation 6.1. I saw when the Lamb opened one of the seals, and I heard, as it were, the noise of thunder, meaning the first seal starts the seven-year tribulation. 2,520 days later is when Jesus returns. So could it be 
that when the millions of people are resurrected, the power that resurrects them also affects our electronics and shuts them down for about two weeks. So this is a confirmation that what we have on our website, this yellow sun within a sun with a hand on it, is the mark of the beast. And also you'll see a red, kind of like a target-looking thing. That's actually the number of the beast, or 666. As you recall, the Bible says that there's actually two things we must not do as far as worship. We cannot worship the beast or his image. And then there's three things that we must not take as some kind of a mark, that we're not supposed to receive his mark, his name, or his number. Let me read the scriptures. Revelation thirteen seventeen, And then no man might buy or sell save he had the mark or the name of the beast or the number of his name. So that's three things, three marks not to take. Do not take the mark, the name, or the number. And then there's two things that we are not to worship or bow the knee to, and that is the beast or the image. Do not do it. So that brings me to my big two questions. So what would you do if you had to tell a person the most important thing in the world, but you knew they wouldn't believe you? Well, what would you do? If you listen to this program, I believe you would still tell them. Even if they didn't like you, you would still tell them. Okay, so what's the most important thing in the world? Well, the most important thing to do is to receive Jesus. But the most important thing not to do is do not take the mark of the beast. Because those taking the mark of the beast do not get soul death, but they are eternally tormented in hell with the beast, false prophet, and Satan himself. Really? You sure about that? Yes, I am sure about that. You see, after Jesus has returned, and all time has been concluded, all rewards have been handed out, throughout all human history, there are only three groups. Those whose name is in the book of life that get eternal life. Those whose name is not in the book of life who are tossed in the lake of fire, which is body and soul death, I'll explain. Three, those people who worship the beast, his image, receive his mark, name, or number, and they are tossed into the lake of fire and brimstone and tormented day and night forever and ever without soul death. Stan, you got scripture on that? Yes, I do. Revelation twenty fourteen, And death and hell were cast into the lake of fire. This is the second death. That's soul death. And whosoever was not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. Then go to Revelation fourteen nine. This says that they will be tormented eternally with no hope of escape. If any man worship the beast and his image, and receiveth his mark in his forehead or in his hand, the same should be tormented with fire and brimstone in the presence of the holy angels and the presence of the Lamb. And the smoke, here it is, the smoke of their torment ascendeth up forever and ever. And they have no rest, day or night, who worship the beast, his image, or whosoever receiveth the mark of his name. Are they in there really with the beast, false prophet, and Lucifer? You got scripture on that? Yep, I do on that too. Revelation 20.10. And the devil that deceived them was cast into the lake of fire and brimstone where the beast and the false prophet are and shall be tormented day and night forever and ever. Yeah, but I was told that the soul doesn't really die. Well, sorry about that. Matthew 10.28 says, Fear not them which kill the body but are not able to kill the soul. This is Jesus speaking, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Obadiah one sixteen, and they shall be as though they had not been. Means body and soul death. 
But wait a minute. I was told, once saved, always saved. Well, so was I. Ezekiel 3.20 says, When a righteous man doth turn from his righteousness and commit iniquity, he shall die in his sin, and his righteousness which he hath done shall not be remembered. Okay, so how do I tell them? I mean, it's pretty tough to talk to people about these things these days. I agree. So what do you do? I suggest you give them Miss the Mark. That's my new book. Because, you see, the Lucifer has three and a half years to rule. But he has had 6,000 years to prepare. And there are nine deceptions that we know of that are so strong that if it were possible, even the very elect would be deceived. This book is designed to be given to anyone, even someone that is not even a Christian, not even of our God. Maybe they have another God. It's not complicated. It's simple. It's a quick read. But if they'll read this book, they will never take the mark of the beast. Yeah, but... I'll give it to them, but they don't read it. It's not your problem. You know, you can lead the horse to water, but you can't make him drink. You can push his snout under the water, but you can't make him drink. But you hand them this book, and then the Holy Spirit will come calling. When it's time for them to read the book, they'll pop that book open, and they'll get saved if their name is in the book of life, and they will not take that mark of the beast. So it's thin. It's easy to read. We want them to think when you hand it to them, oh, that's a skinny little book. I could read that in no time. Yep, that's right. But if you read that, you'll never take that mark of the beast. And if you're not saved, you're probably going to get saved. One for 20, but don't do that. Instead, we offer them in shrink wrap sets of 10. One set of 10, 30. Two sets, 45. Four sets, $70 at prophecyclub.com. Next thing I want you to do is to get my book, Secret Door to Understand Bible Prophecy. Story is, in 2017, I memorized the book of Revelation. Didn't know anything special was going to happen. Didn't expect anything special to happen. But over the year, it took me to memorize the book of Revelation. I began to get revelations. Matter of fact, I got 30 revelations, two visions, and an audible voice. And one of the visions, in the blink of an eye, showed me that there is a secret door. The word firstfruits which links the feasts of Leviticus to the prophecies of Revelation. See, Revelation is not written in chronological order, and it skips and jumps all over the place. And that's the big problem. You can't put it in correct order. But this book is the key to Revelation. Let me say it again. This book is the key to understanding Revelation, to putting the prophecies of Revelation in correct chronological order so that you can understand them, how the end actually plays out. One prophetic word said, there is a lock that I put over a word in the book of Revelation that I'm going to open unto you. It will turn so many books written on the end time message into obsolete books. That's this book. Another prophecy said, you have a gift of revelation. It's a gifting. It's not normal. The greatest scholars in the world today don't have that gift. You got that gift. It's upon you. I'm called to raise up an army of end time prophecy teachers working miracles. Now, the first thing I want you to do is get miss the mark. Second thing is get the secret door to understand Bible prophecy, both at prophecyclub.com. The third thing I want you to do is get signed up to come to the Sevenfold Miracle Crusade. The primary thing we're going to do is to teach you how to give an answer in these last days, to be like the lady we were just talking about, to be able to talk to people about the end times and them not think you're stupid them not come up with questions you can't answer. Instead of them turning you into knots, instead you point them to the Lord. 
understanding and teaching Bible prophecy, and walking and working in sevenfold miracles. The power of God is about to hit the earth. Do you want to be on the bench or do you want to be in the game? If you want to be in the game, you go to sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com and get yourself signed up. By the way, be sure and stay at the Hyatt and get the meal package. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Sign up, sign up, sign up today. It's July 29 to August 2. Sevenfoldmiraclecrusades.com. Next thing is... If you're thinking about getting some kind of precious metals, which, of course, is a good idea, because we know that the mark of the beast is coming. If you want to be able to avoid that and still have some kind of finances in the trouble ahead, I recommend you go to CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. That's CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. This guy is a prophecy student like us. His heart is to warn the world like us. Good people, good prices. They offer all sorts of precious metals, but they specialize in silver, some of the very best prices and deals on silver. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. CornerstoneAssetMetals.com. Get DVDs at ProphecyClub.com, but watch DVDs at WatchProphecyClub.com. WatchProphecyClub.com. 20 bucks a month, $200 a year, over 300 different titles. WatchProphecyClub.com. Download our Prophecy Club app at your app store. Prophecy Club app at your app store. <laughs> 